Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, I'm Ruby. We are two hot perimenopausal mindset coaches with a burning desire to help working women across the globe think differently about menopause. There is another way. It's mindset over menopause. Co-authors of the Working Women's Guide to Menopause, When the Heat is On, Don't Sweat It, we're delighted to bring you our bite-sized podcast show, Mind Over Menopause. On the show, we share stories from other women going through one of the three stages of menopause, peri, menopause and postmenopause. Grab a cuppa and listen to their story. And welcome to Mind Over Menopause, the podcast that is created by Ruby Maguire and Gail Gibson. This is our first show and we're delighted to have with us today our first guest, who is Rebecca Ronane from Forward After 50. So we're going to take her through four short questions. It's about a 10-minute interview. So welcome to the show today, Rebecca. Thank you. I'm really delighted to be with you both. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome. Fantastic. So over to you, Ruby. So we're going to go straight in and ask you the first one. So how did or does menopause affect you in your working life? Okay, that's uh, a question that I had to think about a bit because, first of all, I am completely post-menopause. So I have to think back a bit. (laughs) Um, I went into menopause when I was 49. I'm 66 now, Mm -hmm. but I am very conscious of it because uh, running a group about women over 50, one that can't forget the menopause and the changes that Mm -hmm. it made. Mm -hmm. Um, In my working life, I was trying to think how did it affect my working life? I was very lucky in that I didn't really have um, symptoms that maybe some other individuals do. I wasn't really conscious of suffering in a way that interfered with my normal life. I did have some issues, but more or less, I sailed through reasonably well. However, I did certainly take some issues. I took responsible for some issues that the menopause definitely was the cause of. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I think it's interesting that we start with someone that is the other side of the menopause and also that didn't have any symptoms. But it's we want to reflect everyone. Everyone has a different story. And that's the point of this show. So brilliant. Gail, over to you. Thank you. Okay, so Rebecca, what do you think is or was the biggest challenge for you? Yes, I definitely did have challenges. And I think the biggest challenge was that I wasn't informed very well. Uh, My mother certainly wasn't informed (laughs) by her mother uh, going back, you know, into the 19, uh, it would have been the 1940s. And I guess she would have been my closest contact Mm -hmm. and example. And also, I would say when I was 49, um, well, not too long ago, but long enough, that there wasn't really much information on the media as there is today. There's been a huge, I would say, um, advance in information for women or that women actually have the right to that information. So for me, I first of all, I considered it my mindset previous 
to going into the menopause was something that it wasn't good. Nothing was good about it. So I came into it with a very negative mindset, as I would say many other uh, women of my age group at that time did and probably still do. Um, for things like challenges, yes, weight was a challenge. I noticed probably a nice kilo was going on per year. And I thought, you know, as an excuse, oh, that's the menopause. That's just uh, something that I'll have to put up and shut up with. And also, I had um, very uh, severe bleeding, and I had no idea what that was. And I went off to a gynecologist who sent me to, um, said, oh, oh, yes, well, you're going into menopause, you need a hysterectomy. And I said, hmm, I don't know about that, you know. So I, I'm someone who goes up the alternative line. So I went to, um, actually, I went to another gynecologist who said oh that's a normal symptom you know this is what you can do this is what you can't do and certainly taking such a radical direction as a hysterectomy uh, for me was not the advice I should have been given I also I was very much I then reflected and thought I'm going to do some preventative steps because I imagined I would have mood swings. And again, because I was someone who was very much into alternative medicine from the start, when I could make my own choices about what medication I could take, I started taking something for me, which worked called St. John's Castor, which was a herbal treatment. And I took it to as a prevention. So, and maybe it worked or maybe it didn't work because I didn't have to use mood swings. But at the menopause does hit everybody individually. So um, I'm not quite sure if it was just me or I wasn't going to have mood swings either. If I can, um, probably not explaining myself very well. But again, I think it was that misinformation. It was something uh, that you didn't read about in magazines like you did, uh, like you do now. Things have changed radically, I think. Mm. Thanks to people like you two as well with your book. Thank you, Rebecca. You know, it's it's very interesting. And, and while Ruby and I were writing the book and, and talking to the women whose stories also appear in it, that not knowing was one of the, the top things that was coming up. As you said, we're not, we come into this part of our life unprepared um, on in a lot of ways. And yet through our book and through the drive that is out there now, there seems to be a lot more voice being given to the menopause and a lot more education that is being made available. So I think the not knowing we hope will be normalised and uh, will be raised above and, and just be part of everyday conversations as much as puberty was for all of us. We can talk about menopause quite freely. So thank you for that. So Ruby. Yeah, so the next question is interesting, just listening to what you've been saying. So it's what did or do you do to manage and cope with the symptoms we've talked about and the challenges that you face? But it's listening to you, actually, a lot of the things that you were doing were preventative. So you said that you didn't have those symptoms. So I wonder whether it's because you took control of it before it actually took control of you. And because you've said that you, you realised your mindset was negative um, and some of the things or the strategies that you've used to help you get through it so were there other things that you had to manage and cope with um, in terms to deal with these symptoms well also I, I suddenly thought you know I, I and this is probably me because as you know I like a challenge 
So I thought, you know, this is not going to beat me. And actually, I'm thinking more about the weight because I suddenly thought, no, you know, the what I had come to believe is that you put on weight and that was just something you had to uh, deal with or you had to accept and adapted. I thought, no, 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 that's not going to be me. Now I'm going to lose weight. So I decided to take a path, uh, which was my choice at the time, which was a diet. Uh, and I lost 10 kilos, which proved to myself that I could go into the menopause and lose weight. So whether it was the right way to uh, do it or not, uh, that's, a, that's obviously individual. But for me, it worked at the time. And it was just something, once again, that I thought, you know, I'm not going to listen to how uh, people have discussed, even though it's rather a small discussion, how one should accept the menopause. Now, I'm not going to listen to that. Instead, I'm going to uh, take the bull by the horns and deal with it myself. And yeah, I proved to myself that uh, <laughs> what we've been told before didn't necessarily have to uh, be how one, um, how one went through uh, the next stage of your life. So I, I also feel that uh, this, this challenge is a period of time. So it's a transitional time. And because I'm on the other side of it, I somehow look upon it like the adolescence where you're going from uh, one childhood into adulthood. And that's also a very difficult time for people and you don't get that much help. Well, I certainly didn't. I don't know if teenagers do uh, today with all those hormonal changes, and it's a transition to the other side. That's why with Forward After 50, I'm very positive about the other side of the menopause, particularly if you're suffering, and I'm, and I'm fully aware that people do suffer as, as well from the menopause in all kinds of different ways. But again, it's so individual. I hate that sort of categorization. You're going to suffer this. You're going to suffer that. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. I don't think that's really acceptable. Mm. And I think what's coming through that is um, what we've reflected in the book, that you can blame the menopause or you can take control. And with your weight, you were choosing to take control and not allow those messages that it has to be this way to be the way that you ran your life. So... Brilliant. Well done, Gail. Yes, the final question for you then, Rebecca, is what one piece of advice can you share for our listeners, women who are going through the same experience or similar to what you've shared? Well, I do think it is a time where you have to become more informed and there is information out there. You shouldn't just, you know, lock yourself away and think, oh, let this happen to me, particularly if it's unpleasant uh, symptoms. And that on the other side, it is a transition to what I think is a very empowering part of one's life. And uh, so, yeah, for some people, it's many years and some people it's not. So it is, again, uh, taking your individual situation into your own hands. But uh, yeah. I, I, it's hard to generalize 
for everyone. But for me, I found that it was a period of time that really took me to, um, yeah, a, a very important time of one's life where things that perhaps mattered before are, um, let's say, not so important and that it's time to, um, to, to concentrate on oneself and perhaps that uh, time that menopause is when you do have to concentrate on uh, being about yourself rather than just letting things happen or letting go. Mm. Thank you Rebecca some really great tips there so we know that you're all about moving forward after 50 as in your business name so where can people find out more about you? Yes I have a website Rebecca Ronane, Forward After 50, also on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. And also I have a podcast of the same name, Forward After 50, and a book coming out soon called Forward After 50 as well. So, yes, uh, that's all you have to remember, those three words. (laughs) Forward After 50. Brilliant. Thank you very much. We loved having you on as our first guest. And we look forward to following your story to see where it takes you next. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rebecca. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's show and the story our guest shared. Every woman's experience of menopause is different. Our aim is for you to feel inspired, know that you're not on your own and choose to take back control. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or find out more about us and the work we do, you'll find all the details in the show notes. As a gift, you can also download a free extract from our book. Ruby and I look forward to sharing your story soon.